0: You're listening to Best Friends Catching Up. The Mark and Joe Show. Yeah, bro. Dude, you look pretty, uh, like, I haven't seen you since you've been doing all this running. Like, I haven't seen your face. And you, even though you've got that beard, you look a little bit thinner in the face. Dude,
1: I'm definitely thinner. But look at this fucking tan.
0: Oh, is that from wearing a baseball hat when you run?
1: It's from wearing a toque when I ran, like, all winter. Oh, my God.
0: Um, it
1: looks like I'm wearing a headband.
0: That's so, so funny, bro. Oh, my God, that's awesome. Uh, just putting in the miles, man. Dude. So how's it going? Fill everybody in on what the fuck's going on with your running brigade. Yeah, so I actually I want to like apologize right
1: now, Mark, for if I end up rambling on and on with this, but uh, no, no, I feel like I have a lot to say in terms of what's been going on with me in the last little while. And I was thinking about it on, on the long run I was on this past weekend, that part of me does want to just like get this all out there almost as a message to myself Mm. in like six months from now or a year from now. Cause I feel like I have a lot of clarity about like what's successful for me right now and, and like how it's making me feel and all these things. And I, I, I want to capture that, Kind of like a time capsule of, of these yeah good moments you know like the momentum's so high right now yeah the dedication the willpower everything's so high right now and the goal for me is to make this not just a fleeting thing so
0: yeah because you've you've gone kind of you've roller coastered over the a little bit over the past like four or five years like you lose a bunch of weight you get in crazy yeah. shape and then you just get back on the freaking turkey sub <laughs> So that's actually a great
1: place to start, I think, to set the stage of. So in my life, I've lost over 35, like over 35 to 40 pounds. I've lost that much or more.
0: Now, four times. That's in and of itself is pretty crazy. That's fucked, eh? That's fucked. So like four times... Four. that's 160 pounds you've shed you've almost shed a full me. oh dude some of the times it was like 50 pounds i think like the least wow. time it was
1: and the most time it was 50 um so yeah when i was i was always kind of like a ch- yeah i was like a pretty classic kind of like baby little fat ch- little chip chub's yeah and and it wasn't like I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh my genetics and I just I like to eat. I like to eat, man. Me and my brother yeah. used to just put down you know um you know how the milk comes in three bags and it's like it's four liters for three bags. Of course. We would very close to be putting down four liters a day between yeah. me and my brother. My parents didn't even drink milk. Like it Ooh, was mess. just us.
0: That's really so, impressive. Dude, for all of our international listeners in Canada, we put milk in bag. Actually, it's more like just an Ontario thing. Because they don't, it's I don't think Ontario. they have it out here. Yeah. Dude, Dude actually, before
1: milk? we get too deep into this, Mark, because I got like I got a 10 minute story brewing right now.
0: Okay. Well, can okay, we should you... tell the people
1: what the hell they're listening to?
0: Oh, so. folks. It's been a while, but we back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> in case you forgot. You're listening to Best Friends
1: Catching Up, the Mark and Joe Show. I'm Mark. And I'm Joe.
0: Let's <laughs> go! Once upon a younger year, when all our shadows disappeared, the animals inside came out to play. Went face to face with all our fears, learned our lessons through the tears, made memories we knew would never fade. One day my father, he told me, son, don't let it slip away sometimes recording we probably haven't went on one of these and ever because you're always well maybe we have on weekends and shit but joe's working the a, night shift i'm on
1: a night shift i'm out there yeah, just dude. working the graveyard
0: shift yeah <laughs> buddy wow eh?
1: But yeah, we'll get to that later, man. There's mm. so much to catch up on. Holy Okay, shit.
0: I just have a funny, weird little tangent about begging milk. Okay. Dude, when I was a kid, sometimes I would like, you know how you have to cut the tip off or whatever? Sometimes when I was a kid, I would like be really intricate and cut like little, like a tri-spout. So, uh. <laughs> so it would come out tri-spout and my dad fucking hated it. He'd be like, fuck shit. <laughs> like filling up his morning coffee. Just try spout.
1: You're setting booby traps.
0: Yeah, but it was but,
1: just for my pleasure. You're going back to how savage me and my brother were with milk. I don't know if he did this as much, but I definitely did this. It got to the point where I was just so carnal about it. And we're like, we're changing over these bags three times a day. Like, fuck. Yeah. Staking, yeah, double- up my, staking up time in my day. Yeah. And, uh, I got to the point where I wouldn't even go get the scissors, man. They're two feet.
0: But you, would just, you would just rip it open with your
1: teeth? Yeah. And sometimes if you don't get a good like chomp down, you'd kinda like you'd like stretch it a little bit because it's like oh. a so, it's like a a soft plastic, right? Like <laughs> it, before it ripped, it stretched a bit. So then you'd have this like thing that was just coming
0: to like a teat. It was just, Yeah. <laughs> oh my it was god. So
1: and it was so <laughs> hard to dude, pour out
0: of. <laughs> kind of like uh, like that decanter that in Spain that Williams uh, saw yeah. that guy drink it out of. <laughs> Just a little milk bag tea. But yeah, Tried, going back so, to uh chubby yeah, kid. Go back to Fat Joe. Yeah. Oh fat, dude, there's uh, a rapper named Fat Joe.
1: Yeah. Lean back. Lean yeah. back. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you don't dance, oh, I, you just
0: put up a pants and do the rock
1: away. I was leaning, man. I was leaning. Yeah, you uh, leaning. <laughs> so yeah, but I was really active, man. I did uh I I at least was, I always had like two sports on the go at all times all year long. I was exercising hours a day, but I was just like a hungry, milk obsessed kid. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, I remember in grade 11, I'm like, I decided to lose like weight. I was like, I want to not be chubby for the first time in my my life, you know? Yeah. Wow. My brother, my brother bought P90X. that like he bought the dvds legit yeah and he was grade nine at the time and he was basically going through the same shit as me and uh we just went all in we were so all in and like looking back on it now way too much so like so strict to the point like i remember i got mad we were at two months into it we're doing great we both lost like 30 pounds we're doing great we're working out six days a week never missing a workout and i remember my brother we were at Costco, and he wanted to get an ice cream cone.
0: Oh my god! And, and
1: like we hadn't had, I fuck, man. I was like the guy in the treehouse. like, I hadn't had a carb since '08, man. <laughs> yeah. Just, but uh, I got really mad at my brother.
0: Yeah. I was
1: like, no, you can't fucking have that. That's not like, what the fuck are you doing, right? Like, you're wrecking everything. Because you guys are and in I this looked,
0: together, and like, if he has what, but we're just it's together. It's weird psychology because you're like, if you have one, then I have to have one.
1: No, no, I didn't want one. Like, that's the thing. I remember thinking I wasn't mad because I was jealous. I was mad mm. because I was like thinking he's going to completely lose all his progress because of one fucking ice cream cone. Like, obviously, yeah, how ridiculous a little, that's is that? A, yeah.
0: Sounds like you had an eating problem.
1: I did probably have a. Yeah. OK, there's a word for it. It's called um, orthorexia. And I think it's to, it's when you just become obsessed with only eating foods that you perceive as being healthy. Yeah. And like, you can't allow yourself to ever deviate. Like, no, I don't eat ice cream and like you're at a best friend's birthday party. Everyone's having ice
0: cream, like not everyone's everyone's having cake and you're like, no, I don't, I don't eat cake. Yeah. You're like depriving. Yeah. It's yeah. It's
1: like as extreme of an eating, but it's still certainly like a, fuck factor and it definitely was man because it was the ice cream was symbolic of like Mm. look at how we've changed our Mm.
0: you're kind of cutting in and out a little bit there Joe Pancho. Mark yeah dude what's going on just what happened just there
1: did I I cut out or did you Uh,
0: I think you did but it's
1: okay okay well let's just pick up where we were yeah. Um I look back on that time and realized how like unhealthy that was. But I was also like, I was 16. I was just trying to figure my shit out. Yeah, dude. And don't worry. I I did not have a problem with eating unhealthy food, as we will see in the coming times. Yeah. But uh basically I was always uh dieting with like a goal in mind or like a timeline. Like it was a diet, you know, it wasn't a changing of an outlook or of, of a lifestyle. Like I'm like, I'm going to die till I reach this weight. Not necessarily yeah. saying that as soon as I reach this weight, I'm going to just let the floodgates open. I'm not thinking that, but I certainly am going towards an end goal. And as soon as you reach that goal, it's like psychologically, it's hard to continue because you're not looking past it at all. Yeah. It's, it's like, like reaching
0: the end of your marathon. You're like, okay, well I'm done the marathon. I'm going to stop running now. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm exactly dude yeah you you're like exhausted correlation you like that analogy great,
1: i like that man think of how many runners right like a marathon longer race whatever e- even a 10k think of how many people they run and as soon as they cross the finish line they collapse yeah you know? they can't take another fucking step they're like convulsing on the ground
0: yeah
1: but somehow like, you think they just started feeling shitty two set feet from the finish line? They probably started feeling shitty kilometers from the finish line. But yeah. they managed to push themselves because they still had that goal in front of them. As soon yeah. as they reach that, that's when they can fully let go of that drive, that determination, and the body just shuts down.
0: Yes, the real challenge is motivating yourself almost like there's a carrot on a stick, and it's always in front of you. It's what What I've... I,
1: I think that in my fourth attempt, I mean, clearly I haven't been able to successfully maintain the weight off ever in my life. So I don't know if I'm necessarily the right person to be listening to. But I think it has given me some outlook on like what I've done wrong, you know. And I'm starting mm-hmm. to, like, looking back at that time in high school. And then I lost, I, again, I did a weight loss in university between second and third year. And that's when, like, I started playing Playing on rugby on the first team. I was in shape. I was like, everything was going good. Yeah. Know? And then all these good things come from this. You'd think that it would, that would be enough motivation to keep going. But then slowly over the course of the next three years, I'm back where I started. Yeah. You and get then a I lost weight again. Yeah. Three years ago, I lose 50 pounds oh. okay. over the course <laughs> of like three months, man. Because like, I'm just, I'm so all or nothing. Like that's what's yeah. fucked. Dude, I'm yeah, like, you're- I can be the healthiest person where it's like you'd put a cake in front of me and I'm like, no, i don't I don't want it. Or there's like a plate of veg and then months later there'll be a plate of veggies in front of me, and I'll be like tearing the house upside down looking for the cake.
0: Where's the like, cake? Yeah, Where's the fucking cake? cake. I mean- okay. Yeah, dude. that's well, man, it must be. It must be cool. Like when you're at your peak, weight like and i'm t- talking peak is in like top top like top in the scales and then you start your little thing like your weight loss dieting regimen it must be pretty sick like just seeing s- results in two weeks it's very addictive yeah I-, I could see that how that would be super addictive because i've like for me to see results and like stuff i don't know i gotta like hit the gym and it's a long arduous process and i don't know i've never had the like you know remember me in university I was never really a what,
1: what's something crazy to think about Mark is it's easier to lose weight than it is to gain weight not necessarily in like the psychological sense like obviously it's harder psychologically work amount like to lose the weight but I could lose 30 pounds in two months I'm not saying <laughs> that's like healthy or whatever but like I could do it it would be pretty hard for me to gain 30 pounds in two months. And the reason I can even like, I have an example of this. So in December of last year, I weighed 240 pounds. I feel like December and January, I, I was already basically not eating that healthy, but I was still like, I don't know. I was still somewhat in like a realm of a normal diet, but like over the holidays and then, in the month of january especially it was fucked man i was eating like fast food of some kind almost every day oh it was just God. it was just like you getting this i'm at work man it's uh, i'm like, yeah oh, i just want to break from this shit i'm gonna go get like some tim hortons or something i'm gonna yeah. go get you know it's just it becomes like that comforting thing like this is my mm-hmm. This is my way to take 20 minutes off work this is my way to like oh like this is stressing me out i'm gonna go get this mm. you know and and then the food i was eating at home was like not the best either like and so yeah. that's what i'm saying i gained in two months gained 20 pounds yeah and so i went from being 241 at the beginning of Dece- uh, december to at the beginning of or at the end of january i weighed t- more than fucking 20 i gained like 23 pounds
0: yeah you basically
1: 264 yeah yeah something like that at the and it's like i was going ham man with how bad i was eating and yet i i still could lose more than 23 pounds in two months like that's what's crazy man yeah
0: yeah yeah well there's there's like an upper limit that like it plateaus and shit you know you have to
1: eat an extreme amount to gain that much weight that fast like yeah but
0: bro i don't know man i feel like if and i'm not Uh, challenging you don't get me wrong but i feel like if you were at like your shredded stage like when you're let's say you just just lost all your weight and then you kind of just started eating like that again i feel like you'd back Mm. it on pretty quick especially because after you've dieted your
1: metabolic my metabolism as i'm 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 calorie reduced right now I'm, Mm -hmm. i'm restricted so my metabolism is slowing down it's okay. not receiving as much fuel. The engine needs to burn more efficiently to maintain all the shit that I'm asking it to do. Mm. Right? That's so in a way, like evolutionary thinking, that's great. Like you you'd be rewarded for having a slow metabolism. But in right, like yeah. today's society of of like such dense, calorically dense foods being basically available at all hours of the day at very, like cheap costs it's very you can get whatever whatever fast or slow metabolism if you eat bad shit constantly you're it, it doesn't matter man like uh something okay then something else I was that to lead into this I'm I'm maybe making it sound like oh yeah you can lose weight really fast but I guess that goes back to what we were talking about before how I've, I've lost this weight gained it lost it gained it I really this time around I'm trying to have a much more balanced, like, approach to what I'm doing. I'm not being as restrictive with my diet. I'm not yeah. like I'm letting those moments of hey, I'm over at a friend's house. I'm gonna have a few yeah. beers, and I'm like, fuck, you made nachos. Like, I've had a couple beers. I want some nachos.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude. That's you know? called living life and enjoying
1: it. Man. Exactly, man. Exactly. But I'm like... trying to do it all in a balance. Yeah, I, th- I think in the past i would go have a couple beers have some nachos and then the next day i'd be like wow that was fucking good i want that again yeah and then you have it again and again yeah. now i'm like you know what i had some nachos and some beer yesterday like today i'm gonna like eat some a little bit healthier and then mm-hmm. next time i'm gonna have nachos again it's all like, yeah yeah
0: amount. yeah it's a, yeah it's good to have in balance and like you can't just be i find when i'm when i sort of like for instance, March has been a pretty social month for me. I feel like I've been socializing a lot, mm-hmm. and when that with that comes, just like a break in your like regular routine. And when you wake up and you've had a couple beers the night before, you're a little bit more likely to go get a little bit of takeout for lunch. And then after you've had that, you're like, oh, I don't really want to get groceries. I'm going down to the city in a couple of days, and it's just. <sighs> but I find, but I, it's so easy for me to like when I'm when things are really humming and i've got a bunch of gross in the fridge and i'm like busy with work and i i don't know and i can't like afford to go out and have a Mm -hmm. couple drinks and stuff i feel like it's a lot easier for me but yeah March it's that that routine march has been a social month
1: i don't think it's that the socializing necessarily like certainly you're put into situations where there's more different types of foods or beverages or whatever than you would normally have but Mm -hmm. i don't think that's inherently bad but i think what uh, what um, what you're describing is just it's it breaks the routine
0: yeah it gives you and it it's gives how you, do you get
1: back on that routine without letting it become like a one day one meal break become like yeah. a whole week break
0: yeah oh absolutely dude for, dude perfect example it essentially gives you 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 license yourself to muck and you, you the only person that gives you the the license is yourself dude yesterday for instance Night before, Teddy Taggart was in town with all of his real estate um, uh, homies because there's this mm-hmm. huge conference here. and um, I met up with him. We had some beers. Uh, they were all going to Buffalo Bills, and I was like, yeah, I'll tag along. And uh, whatever. next thing it was it was a good night. ripped up the yeah. dance floor. Morning, wake up, a little bit under the weather, Dude, I went to, and I'm ashamed to admit it, but full honesty on this podcast dude i went to the KFC. what's the kfc the restaurant that serves chicken
1: oh oh, okay (laughs) you said it you said it so like mysteriously i'm like is that some kind of like underground strip club where they like no dude the kfc
0: (laughs) man i went to the kfc and i was so embarrassed to be in there and the reason i was super embarrassed is because like I don't know if you remember the KFC in Whistler, but it's like it's in this really high traffic area. It's like right between like a main channel and the the windows, are like right there. And it is such a small restaurant that like there's nowhere to even sit. And it's just I went in there. I was like, yeah, I got the Kentucky scorcher. They're like, we just continued that. I was like, fuck, that's what I wanted. And uh, yeah, I haven't been there in like fucking. I don't know if I've ever been in the KFC in Whistler. And then I uh, I just like moseyed out of there and just went home and ate it
1: uh, and dude, then they dinner, know they know they're like we don't yeah. need dining this is a healthy yeah. town no yeah. one's gonna sit here and put themselves on display yeah These boys the boys are taking this shit home
0: yeah and then dude but yeah. dude, <laughs> but the whole perfect yeah. example kind of once you do that once you dip your toe you got to dive in head first i ordered a pizza for dinner <laughs> just, yeah, to, yeah, com- just to complete goes, just to complete the cycle and then guess what's in the fridge today Three pieces of leftover pizza. Now you know I'm gonna eat it. (laughs) See, I feel like Mm -hmm. most people well,
1: and what you'll do that, but I think you're you've proven like throughout your life that you're able to like you'll do that for at the most like three days, and then you'll get back onto some kind of a routine. Yeah. Whereas I I'll do that for like a month, man. Yeah, see that's I'll let let like a day become a week, become a month.
0: How do you do what's your psychology like? Like, do you kind of feel like you're letting yourself down when it's like 2 yes, weeks into yeah. that. Yeah, dude, that must be really hard on you. It it you do feel like Because you can you can't like you can hide it from everyone but yourself. That type of behavior. 100%. And you when you hold of...
1: myself to a high Yeah, standard, man. Like I try to anyway with yeah. all other aspects of my life, but
0: Yeah, 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 dude. It's a weird feeling when you know you're kind of like cheating yourself, eh? You're like Fuck, why am I doing this? But it gets to the point where you you
1: it's like you almost forgot how to let, like, I don't know. I don't want to make it sound so extreme because I've always like, it's not like I was uh, walking around depressed, like eating yeah. fucking Cheetos and shit. Like yeah. I was very generally very happy. But you do forget how to like keep yourself accountable. Yeah. You just, once you've done it enough times that you've just like said, fuck you it to yourself, becomes the, it becomes, it the, becomes normal. the norm. Like you, you yeah. the accountability to yourself is not really at the forefront anymore. And yeah. and you do I when you say do you feel bad? Yeah, man. Like I would I'd like eat something and then right after i am like, Oh fuck, man, like Jesus, yeah, again. Yeah, and, and
0: then, then, then you be like, like
1: and then later on in the day I'm like, well.
0: Fuck. Where's the chocolate bar? I used I to be get, addicted to chocolate bar back in the day.
1: Here's like part of the psychology. So I'd buy a bag of chips.
0: Yeah, oh I love this. I, I can I know exactly I'd, where
1: eat, you're ha- I'd eat half the bag, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And then I'd like I'd curl it up oh like like i'm okay i'm done eating it really it's symbolic you know i'll I'll even put an elastic around it yeah 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 like five minutes later i'll get up and grab it yeah yeah just polish it i knew the psychology of that is is like well it's almost like shame i don't want the chips in the house you know yeah i feel like it's shameful almost because i i because i already bought some like two days ago dude yeah me, and, and, so me like, and let me just finish these get them done like it's somehow gonna like create some new fresh start or some new mm-hmm. like but then but really really what you're doing is you're just finishing the chips so that in two days when you want more chips you don't have that half bag left and you just yeah
0: another one dude i can't have i can't have really tasty shit in the house i can't because i'm the exact same man i'll 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 just eat it especially sweets bro i can kind of manage chips and salty shit but sweets man i'm like If there's like a half-eaten cake, it will not stand a chance in my fridge because I need to get it out of the house. Like it needs to be eaten or else it'll be there and I'll be thinking about it all day. Yeah. I used to have a – dude, my problem used to be – and I would say it was like at its peak maybe two or three years ago. I would – I was like doing a lot. I was landscaping all day and I was riding my bike all the time. Like I was so, so, so active. So it wasn't the end of the world, but – Dude, I'd be like, I'd get a chocolate, or I'd get a McFlurry with the Harris Brothers and be like, oh, great McFlurry. But halfway down through the McFlurry, I'd be like, oh, this is going to end soon. Like, this McFlurry is going to be done in, (laughs) like, two minutes, probably, (laughs) and then I won't have anything going on. And then I would think about, like, the next thing I'd get, and I would, I'll never forget the night that I realized it was actually kind of fucked. We got McFlurries, and I was like, all right, see you later, boys. Drove home to Alpine, hit up the Alpine market and got, like, a Kit Kat or something. Ate the Kit Kat from my drive from Alpine to my the market to my home. And then pulled in and Marnus was like making a bowl of cereal or something. He was like, I'm having cereal. I was like, yeah, me too. I'll get it that. And I was like, oh, okay. That was a little bit crazy. But yeah. It was just thinking about the next thing, which is an addictive behavior. But I don't have an addictive personality. I don't think I do, at least. I... I... I
1: feel like I would I will have would have always said I don't and for certain things I don't but I definitely do man I
0: definitely yeah do. yeah you're just like you can you you know you're you you don't lean into truly detrimental addictive behaviors you know? I have an addictive personality but I have I do have a knack
1: for like snapping out of them periodically yeah do you know, like with like this this weight loss this like you know I'm I do when it's bad, it's bad, but like Mm. I can just like sometimes I just flip a switch and it's like, holy shit, he just lost 40 pounds in three months. Like, what the Mm, fuck? Yeah. But, but, uh, so here's my thesis on like the weight loss and just healthy living in general. Okay. I think weight loss and is both simultaneously simple and complicated which in words is like is saying a whole lot of nothing but let me let me explain what i mean by that it's simple in the sense that it is calories in versus calories out anyone who tries to tell you anything otherwise is bullshit right it's energy going into your body versus energy leaving your body that is at the at the baseline that is a like the simple part of it that's how it all boils down to shoveling coal
0: on the furnace
1: yeah but on but layered on top of that simple foundation is so much nuance yeah it's onion baby it's there's complexity and Mm. what i mean by that is it's robust i could eat 10 twinkies of course eat my calorie goal i'd be fucking going insane probably because i would be so hungry but i could lose weight eating only twinkies But am I getting the nutrients? Am I getting like the things I need to live healthy? Of course not. So I think in the past, I was very much obsessed with just this like, I'm very like a mathematical logic type person. Like this a formula like that makes perfect sense to me. Sure. But but I'm neglected to address that real formula is calories in minus calories out. In but maintaining a healthy balance and not just of like nutrients, but of mental health of yeah. all these things. And it's, yeah, exactly. It's you, you need to find something that's sustainable. And I'm trying to this time around, I'm not setting a goal. Like, yeah, I
0: get
1: to this. This is, I'm trying to do something for life. I enjoy certain things. I'm not going to like, I think when I think about it, like, am I never going to eat ice cream for the rest of my life? no no so i should be working now to find a way to incorporate
0: it into my what i'm doing dude i think i think what i'm picturing right now is if like you were to chart your shit it's so volatile it's so like whoa i do boom. chart my weight it's, every day i have okay, a chart yeah, no with but my i just weight, mean like my... your, I'm, i do not mean your weight i just mean like your lifestyle choices i guess let's mm, say like yeah you you're just like whoa, hit it and then you're like I'm not hitting it anymore, and it's just bam, bam, bam. I think a nice thing to would just be to smooth those out a little bit, and just have like a way more consistent, healthy baseline, and like trend in the right direction, obviously. But um, yeah, that's kind of what I'm seeing in my brain. Hundred percent. Just keep it. Yeah, keep it smooth. Like it's. Mm. I, I really
1: the point is not to reach some kind of destination. It's not like you're going to uh, solve all your issues by just like achieving some yeah. kind of like weight goal or fitness goal. Like it's not going to solve your life or anything like the, the goal, like what I'm actually learning to, and it's not like to say that I didn't enjoy like doing this stuff in the past, but I'm really enjoying just like being healthier right now. And I'm just, mm. I feel amazing. And I'm like, I want to feel this way for the for the rest
0: yeah
1: like how can i so i'm really thinking with that longevity in mind which is something i've never done in the other three the other three times yeah i I never was actively thinking about okay what will happen after i reach my goal because i think the thing of me reaching my goal is at this point it's gonna happen like i know it is i've proven that i'm able to do it it's just what happens next and then with the with the highs and the lows that segues perfectly into what else is going on with me is the the running so i'm been training for the last two months uh last 60 days i've been training for a marathon i'm running the toronto marathon on may 1st this was like the big catalyst moment that kicked me in the ass to get start being healthier start eating healthier i was just on the couch i think i just ate in something probably Like, starting to feel that low. And I just signed up for this marathon on a whim. And just having that, like, uh, having something to work towards, it just kept me – it just gave me something to – read, like, a light to go towards. And it's been really good. But I'm really – caught like, what we were just talking about, when the marathon's over, I'm going to set a next goal. Even before it's over, I'm going to set a next goal. I'm not going to let – the end of this chapter be the end of the whole book but i Mm. uh i've been running a shit ton mark and yeah you've been flying around dude i'm flying i i'm such a i'm I'm learning to just i love running too i feel so strong like my Mm. legs feel strong they i feel them under me man like i feel solid and uh that's sick so my longest i would would kill for that I feel like I'll I'll break. There's one thing I want to share with you after I, I talk about this running related to your knee, but, uh, so I've run nearly five, uh, I miss no nearly f- I've run over 400 kilometers yeah. for my training so far in the two months, my longest run has been 30 K the first like quote unquote long run I did in the first week was 10 K and it took me 58 minutes to run 10k uh yesterday i ran 10k in 45 minutes nice and my best time the first time i did a half marathon uh it took me over it took me two hours and 10 minutes and i just or no two hours and five minutes sorry and uh I just ran a half marathon last weekend in an hour 39. Mm. It's like, it's fucking insane. I just feel the energy, man. It's the consistency. It's the
0: routine. I feel so good. Dude, fuck yeah, man. That's sick. I'm glad to hear it. Keep running, boy. And, uh,
1: dude, related to your knee, have you ever s- checked out the YouTube channel Knees Over Toes Guy or the Instagram? No,
0: but I've heard Joe Rogan talk about it before. Okay.
1: This guy is unreal. So I've been doing a lot of, like, the stretch, like, the a- activities that I can do. Some of it, you need weights, which, like, I don't have. But, like, the ones that are r- really body, I've been doing, especially, like, after my runs, is just a way to keep my legs healthy. Mm. Because about a month into the running, my left knee was starting to hurt and it was getting Mm. progressively every time it was getting a little bit worse and worse and i certainly wasn't like stretching the way i should have been i wasn't taking care of it the way i should have been i started doing these and within a week like all the pain gone Mm. all my like everything my my uh i wasn't getting shin splints but i would definitely like after a long run i would feel it in my shins like just from Mm -hmm. the impact Mm -hmm. don't feel that at all anymore wow He's all about strengthening like from the ground up. And yeah. It's all about strengthening through range of motion. So if I'm going to touch my toes and stretch my hamstring, I'm just limp in that stretch. I'm just hanging there. Yeah. So yeah, I'm lengthening the muscle, but I'm not building any strength in that lengthened position. Sure. So his whole principle is strengthening through length. So like it's not enough to just be able to touch your toes. He wants to be able to – be strong like if he was touching his toes and you went to push him over he'd be sturdy like he yeah and that's what that's what uh, prevents and protects you from those injuries because like yeah, when yeah. the muscles are at their quote unquote most like vulnerable most most lengthened part they still have that strength to keep mm. everything where it's supposed to be mm. and then the, the other thing he's really big about is doing the inverse of really common exercises so like so many people squat and they build up their quads to such an extreme like strength, right? They're, it's almost like an unnatural. Like if we were living out in the wild, we wouldn't have like quads that strong. that can squat like hundreds and hundreds of pounds mm. if you're training your squat consistently. But we don't do any of like the inverse muscles. So like the hip flexors and the glutes. Yeah, and, man, yeah. that, so he, he'll do like an inverse squat where he lays on his back and he puts straps on his feet and he – pulls his knees up into his chest and it's a a squat and his big thing is that he'll he does a lot of sled work like pushing a a sled but like when you were pushing the car mark but what he says the way more important is the backwards sled pull like walking backwards
0: oh
1: and he's like what that does is it's it's training that those muscles that stop you so we train yeah. all the muscles that accelerate us, that make us yeah, move yeah. quickly, but we don't train any of the muscles that decelerate us, and that's why that's people like, blow out their
0: knees. That's why people fuck up their, their their bodies. Dude, I remember carrying uh, back when I used to work in the gardens a little bit more. I uh, I remember like we were hauling like tarps of shit up from the lake at this property in Whistler to the road, and it was. Quite, It was probably like, I don't know, 70 feet elevation gain on this like zigzaggy path. And I remember just being when you were walking backwards with the tarp, like walking back up a hill with a heavy tarp full of stuff. Like I remember my, dude, your legs are just, it's crazy. The workout you get from that is just such a strange, it's so like, yeah, it's a strange exercise and you're probably using your muscles in like a way that they're never used. Dude, I got to start pushing the truck again. Ryan, we gotta start pushing more truck. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we do. Let's push truck. Yeah, Joe, that was hilarious. You like you looked to the direction of Ryan. It was kind of like you were looking at him. Well, cause you turned your head and looked, and I just feel like we're <laughs> I feel like we're together right now. Man. Instinctively. Dude, wow, that's sweet. Okay, let me change the subject a little yeah, bit. Just yeah. the, there's a couple things. No, that's I wanna... all
1: I want to get out,
0: man. But this is like for my future self as well. I need yeah. to say this out loud. Like, I feel so good about it all. Yeah, no, I love that, dude. Um, what do you think about? <laughs> what,
1: I want to well, get sure. your yeah. What do you think <laughs> about
0: <laughs> <laughs> clapping Chris Rock in the face? Oh man, I just don't really even care. You don't even give a fuck about that, dude.
1: It's crazy. That, I, what I what I not think about the about incident. Like the didn't he see? I don't even know, but didn't he get like he won an award after? Yeah. And he went on stage mm-hmm. and I don't know what he said. I didn't listen to it. So yeah, I don't talk about, but didn't he get a standing ovation?
0: <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. So he I got, didn't got a watch standing ovation
1: after he slapped him. He won an award, went on stage, gave a speech, got a standing ovation. Yeah. I think That's the part that is the
0: most fucked.
1: Yeah. That is like, that's just so like, how out of touch are these people?
0: man? Yeah. Yeah. That is a little bit wild. I, I just thought it was wa- crazy how um how like viral it went like immediately like, the amount of memes <laughs> and, <laughs> the amount, dude whenever anything happens now it's just like the meme farms just fire up their engines man <laughs> I, I picture them like uh the boys are all
1: sleeping in bed the alarm sound like get up boys will smith just slapped chris rock like get to the battle station yeah
0: get your memes fired up they probably have some memes kind of like in their pocket too like topics for them and then they just need a friggin' something to happen like a picture dude have you been watching any march madness uh i
1: was i've been watching the highlights To be honest, yeah. i don't really watch them
0: live mm. I haven't been I haven't been either really. I just all I know is that fifteen seed St. Peter's or whatever.
1: But what do you with the Will Smith slap, like the one thing that I did appreciate was just how clean of a form it was on the slap. <laughs> yeah. Like it was his, really his, clean. His follow through. Yeah. He like,
0: he like struck a pose, man. It was like a karate slap. Yeah, yeah. He like he he even like opened up his other hand too. Like he was it was a very yeah, it was just the-
1: <laughs> dude, and then and then there was because like I'm I'm not really in touch with like all the the memes and stuff, but like you said, it was so viral. It's like viral It's mm. impossible to ignore it. But yeah, uh, some people I saw some comments. Some people were saying like, "Oh, Chris, like Chris Rock said like he shouldn't be saying shit like that." I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" That's the like most tame. Mm. Joke, like get and out of like, here. And he's like, dude,
0: and he's a comedian, emceeing the Oscars or whatever. Exactly. Like, was the he, expectation was he, yeah. is gonna to, to be to, to roast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah dude. Like, she's got alopecia, but like, fuck, man. Didn't Ricky Gervais friggin' he like tore a strip off all the actors last year? He was like, nobody cares. N- nobody cares, but
1: <laughs> Ricky Gervais said shit t- twenty times worse than Yeah,
0: that. yeah, exactly. But Will Smith just. Keep my my wife's name out yeah. your fucking mouth.
1: <laughs> uh, Chris Rock handled that really well.
0: Yeah, dude, I saw a um a little uh, news headline today saying that um ticket prices for Chris Rock's comedy tour have like gone up eight times in in, in resale value.
1: <laughs> you think it like maybe it was the whole thing was staged? Yeah, I bet you, have- I bet you Will Smith and Chris Rock come out of this. Better
0: off. Yeah, absolutely. Any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, bro. Oh man, dude. I'm excited. How did your uh,
1: How did your race uh, your your ski like slope style thing go?
0: Dude, it went really well. First ever tell, comp, bro. Yeah, explain what it was. Tell tell us, dude. About it. So it was a free ride comp here in Whistler, which essentially means like there's this big mountain face, I guess, and you ski it to the best of your ability and the judges reward or they judge you like on your line choice so like how many airs you hit and stuff how dope you are in the air like if you do any tricks how good you ski how fluid everything is um and yeah it was sick i was super i don't know i was like nervous i haven't like competed in Mm -hmm. uh like a skiing discipline like this ever before and Is the run
1: gnarly? Is it like, is there a lot of terrain features that you can really send it off of?
0: Yeah, it was. So here's another thing. They do it. So they, they like rank the level of competition in these um, by like two star, three star, and four star. So this was a two star. So usually in a two star, it's pretty chill. Like the terrain's conservative and Mm -hmm. the level of riding isn't as crazy as a four star, obviously. But um, Benny, who's done a bunch of comps, said like, the level of riding was pretty, pretty sick just because it's friggin' Whistler, you know, like there's yeah. so many, it's just, it's kind of, it's a pretty big Mecca for that stuff. That makes and, sense. Yeah. And, but yeah, the train. it was on Sudan core on uh, Blackcomb, which is, um, yeah, it's like really steep at the top, some pretty sweet little airs. And then there's this perfect like um, moraine, which is like a, I don't know, it's like a geological like feature from. I guess like a glacier recedes and like deposits a bunch of stuff in it. and it is anyways it's essentially like this like rock snake that goes all the way up the bowl i guess and uh yeah it was a perfect like little windlip donger and i just hucked an enormous backy off of it and stomped it and
1: no way you, did you, you the
0: backflip did you have you not seen the video
1: no i haven't seen the video can you oh. link the video in the podcast description as well so like people can is that something that can be done
0: yeah yeah absolutely absolutely um it's uh it's on my instagram as well bro i'll uh just send it to me yeah dude i will send it to you right now um yeah dude it was sick it was it was really sick i'm really happy with how everything went dude
1: oh he's just showing me that was pretty good actually yeah he's coming down Oh, jumps off a rock. This is just you're crazy, dude. Yeah, you yeah, comment it, Joe. This is so beyond. Okay, he's he's going across the Oh! That must have been the moraine. No, oh, buddy. Oh, he's going he's you're just going across the face of the mountain. You're finding whatever terrain pleases you. Oh my god. The carving. Yeah, arc in it. Hold the phone up a little bit. You're getting lower on the mountain. Oh, Little 360. Holy shit!
0: 360, then you lose me here, dude. I'm gonna turn up. Wait for it.
1: Oh, oh, dude, that was huge, man. How far do you think you? Holy shit! And then you hit another big jump. Yeah, dude, 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 look at me like hit a backflip, like a huge backflip.
0: So stoked! So pumped! yeah
1: dude everyone's cheering dude everyone was dude, it was out. sick
0: it was so sick man like there was like a legit crowd dude let me play the audio oh did you hear ryan there he goes that's my roommate <laughs> yeah yeah it was sick big crowd my parents were there ryan and hayden were there we had like a good crew of Whistler boys. And, um, oh, yeah, I came, dude, I came fifth. I made it on the, not the podium, but I made it, yeah, like. Top ten, top five. Top, top five, yeah, they called my name, bro. First one they called, I was like, what? No How pay. many competitors? I think the men's ski field had, like, 40 or something, so.
1: Holy shit, man. Yeah. What did the guy the, who won, what did he throw down?
0: You know what, he, what did he do? I think he did a, fuck, I think he did, like, a three up on the couloir, like, on the very steep part, which is pretty pretty wild. And then. Fuck. I don't know. He did like a big backy. He also hit this like little cross court air that nobody really hit, but it was all like all the top it's, it's weird. You know, it's judged. It's so yeah. like, like our one buddy, James got got kind of robbed. Like we, we thought like, I totally thought he should have scored better than me and he came seventh. So it's just weird. Like yeah. he did a, he did a flat three on the core, which is like, it's essentially like a backflip. You're essentially doing like a backflip, but you're like rolling over your shoulder. And he did that on the steepest part of the run where it's like so sketchy and scary to do. So, Mm um, yeah. So your parents must've been stoked. Yeah. They were so stoked, man. My mom and dad were fired. It's Uh, like, that's our
1: kid. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They were so stoked. So yeah, I know it was sweet. And then we uh, obviously celebrated pretty well that night too. And, uh, yeah, it was sick, man. I'm definitely going to do a couple next year. The sweet thing too, is that since I did pretty well in that, I've got like points on the free ride circuit now or whatever. So I can, it's E it's easier for me to enter four star events.
1: Oh my God, dude. You just, this yeah. is like a thing for you.
0: Yeah. I'll probably do a couple next year for sure. How many points do you got? I don't know. I probably, I got to go on the online or whatever and check it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man.
1: Uh, Did been, race, yeah. Race two, uh, race. Five, two stars, get a four star for free.
0: Hey, dude! Don't I'm going up to in a punch
1: your points card at the end of this event.
0: Dude, I'm going up in a uh, fucking helicopter tomorrow. I'm be, yeah. not for not for skiing. I'm I'm modeling for an Arcteryx like apparel shoot. What?
1: No, <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm...
0: Dude, I'll do my new slogan is I'll do anything for a buck. <laughs> You're modeling Arcteryx. How'd
1: that how that come about? That's yeah. I mean, you, you certainly
0: ever... got the looks to do it, Mark. I
1: that doesn't surprise me but
0: um i'll no my friend bz i don't know if you oh yeah you met bz right yeah yeah, of course um she is essentially like running arcteric's advertising department like she's a contractor but she signed she signed a contract and she's essentially the production manager for all their shoots and stuff and um she i did some work with her a few weeks ago for like a skiing shoot and she was like, yeah, that, that went pretty well. You maybe I'll keep you in mind for this Arcterics one. And yes, yeah, so we're going up in a heli.
1: So are you gonna be like you're not skiing? you just no, we're not skiing. I think we
0: just we just need to be at like some it needs to be like high alpine with nice views and no snow. So we're just getting a little heli bump on top of uh on top of an island. It's gonna be what? sick, dude. We're gonna be dude, we're gonna view over the house sound like in a helicopter. I'm fucking nervous. I've never been in a heli, man. Oh shit! You're going on an island in the house sound on a yeah. Heli? It's called Anvil Island. Yeah. Is that the one where you can camp on the top? Like yes, on top platform? on that top pad. Yeah. We might even be landing on that thing because that is a helipad, so that would make sense. Hopefully, oh, there's no campers God. Out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just blow them off. Uh, <laughs> so you're just gonna be like you're modeling. Yeah, modeling, dude, for some any, uh, any like any clothes off stuff any. So. um what any what <laughs> arcteric's strap uh shoot. no i think it's just like yeah yeah underwear <laughs> yeah i launching their underwear line um the arcteric's
1: yeah, assless chaps
0: yeah shoot. yeah so yeah it'll be kind of neat i'm looking forward to it um i tried on a bunch of stuff like a bunch of mediums in the store because that's all they have for like test sizes or whatever and it fits me so I'll just be stunting it for a little bit, of, yeah, dude. I and guess. dude, the the gig pay is pretty well. <laughs> Fuck,
1: you'd almost like do that for free, like a hellride, like yeah.
0: wow, yeah, that's epic. Yeah, yeah. So that'll yeah, be sick, man. Modeling's my uh, off-season job, you know. <laughs> i thought you were gonna say modeling isn't my passion (laughs) uh definitely not Uh, i might just i might just play the part tomorrow and just be an asshole and shit you know just be super
1: i think you should break the mold be a
0: nice yeah like the guy from um Yeah. yeah yeah what was his name is it joey barnes or something yeah, chris Rick, barnes Rick, 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 chris barnes yeah chris barnes he's like we were all just addicted to n64 and coke <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Dude, okay dude that's your time bro you gotta get ready for your night shift eh? yeah that's folks it. it's been a treat um thanks for joining us if you made it all the way to the end of this episode good for you and uh, you're probably a true fan
1: this podcast is brought to you by the Pelican Fish Market and Grill, the best fish market and grill this side of the Mississippi. Hmm. It's also brought to you by Mark's modeling career.
0: <laughs> you can find all all information for booking inquiries at um, xnxx.com. <laughs> That's old school, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just kidding, though. Don't go on there. You can download the photo shoot
1: off limewire.com. Yeah. But, uh, and and last, <laughs> last but not least, please go in the comments of this podcast and there will be a link to Mark skiing run, fifth place, yeah. level two in Whistler, shooting backflips off huge freaking jumps. Learn, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. It's yeah. cool. It gets the blood pumping dude it got me kind of like when it was such a bigger backflip than i expected you were in the air so much longer and i kind of my heart fluttered for a second
0: Mm, yeah dude set it forget it stop and finally why don't you give someone a call an old give someone a call bro do it do it just do it just do it catch up dude i'm gonna call malcolm mckenzie i haven't talked to him in a while I'm going to call Mike Elosis
1: again. Oh, love I love it. Him a few months ago, but.
0: He's a good one. He's a good one. It. I want to keep that one going. Yeah. Love it. Love it. All right, bro. See you, Marky. Hold on a sec, mate. Don't fuck up. I know. Stop, Stop the, the recording. recording. <laughs> okay, all right. Stop that shit. All right, ciao.